0: Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM.
1: Tchaikovsky's first piano concerto was introduced to me by LP when I was four years old.
0: That's pianist Stuart Goodyear. You'll hear more from him later in the show. But first, my co-host, TSO bassoonist Fraser Jackson and I are joined now by TSO music director Peter Unjin. He's here to tell us about the program for this week's performances, which feature two TSO-commissioned works. Peter, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Can you set up this week's program for
2: us? Oh, with pleasure. Um, It's a three-piece program, and the first piece is by Edward Topp who is a Dutch-Canadian composer and he's a fantastic talent and a wonderful guy and his piece is called Eruption and it says it'll be a world premiere Uh, it is a TSO commission and it sort of is a world premiere although I have to admit that I conducted it with the Toronto Symphony Youth Orchestra uh, several weeks ago Uh, and it's a really fantastic piece Um, Eruption is a very appropriate name because it's very dramatic, it's like a moto perpetuo really difficult and uh, and I have to say the, the Toronto Symphony the youth orchestra played it fabulously and it's a side by side with the youth orchestra so we'll have some massive number of, of string players and wind players everybody doubling uh, so that'll be really something to see and it's also quite a difficult piece peter i'm, I'm surprised we we do side by sides with the tsyo every year and uh, i've never seen a piece this difficult uh, i know it's a it's a very good point i mean we've usually done maybe nimrod or some overture by Smeton or something like that right so I think we kind of decided that because he's such a skillful composer and he himself is also a teacher that he might be able to write a piece so there's two two reasons. First of all, he might be able to write a piece that would really work for young people. And secondly, we've got to keep in mind that the TSYO is getting better and better every year. It's That's really true. incredible. So He ended up writing a piece, and I took a look at it, um, as did Earl Lee, the conductor of the TSYO, and we both thought, oh, my God, this is hard for any orchestra. Uh, But he rehearsed them like mad, and I went in for just really one rehearsal and then address. and as soon as I heard them play through it, I thought, fantastic. And then we did actually have a pre-rehearsal a little bit with the the TSO, and, um, you know, I'm always proud to say that. I shouldn't talk too positively about what is, after all, my own orchestra for the last 13 years, but it it was hard, but but boy, the TSO also read it extremely well. So I think it's a really great challenge for everybody involved. And the fact that we're side by side, um, and it's not just, oh, how nice, you know, we'll play a nice piece with the young generation and the the mature generation, as we might call ourselves. This is going to be a a, a real show. It's kind of a daredevil experience. Mm -hmm.
0: There's a word that's going to be bouncing around a lot this year with the TSO. It is sesqui. Can you tell us what a sesqui is?
2: (laughs) Well, a sesqui has become, I mean, it's obviously the word itself is short for sesquicentennial, but what it has become in TSO language is a short uh, fanfare because we have commissioned several dozen uh, short fanfares to uh, precede every concert that we play during this sesquicentennial year. Uh, from all kinds of Canadian composers from everywhere across the land. So that's what it means. And every single concert will have a special 15-minute rehearsal for this two-minute fanfare. And we have really very little idea at this point what any of them will sound like. But it's a tremendously exciting concept. And it will make every concert this year feel just a little bit different from any other year.
0: So you're going to have a Sasquit by Maxime Goulet and... Stuart Goodyear returns to the TSO.
2: Yeah, amazing. The amazing Stuart Goodyear. Who else on this planet can play all the Beethoven sonatas from memory in one day? I mean, I this know, kid is amazing. so gifted. It's frightening. And he's the most wonderful human being. And um, and he asked for, a couple of years ago, he said, when I come back, can I play Tchaikovsky or the Emperor Concerto? And so I said, let's do Tchaikovsky because as it happens, this program also has Vorjak's Seventh Symphony on it. They ultimately were written. They were completed in the same year.
0: Well, thanks so much for telling us about the program, Peter. Great pleasure. That was TSO music director Peter Unjan. You can catch him leading the TSO at the Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto Concert this Saturday. You're listening to the TSO podcast. Stay with us. Canadian pianist Stuart Goodyear is no stranger to the TSO. He returns to the orchestra in Ottawa and Montreal this week and will perform Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto No. 1 at Roy Thompson Hall this Saturday. TSO principal bass Jeff Beecher and I spoke to Stuart in 2016 to find out his thoughts on this piece. Take a listen.
1: Great to um, talk to you again.
0: Now what do you love about playing Tchaikovsky's first piano concerto?
1: Tchaikovsky's first piano concerto was introduced to me by LP when I was four years old, and um, I was such a Tchaikovsky fan, even from a young age, Um, not only listening to the Nutcracker over and over, but every piece that I could um, get my hands on. So um, I was listening to symphonies, I was listening to the violin concerto, which inspired me to pick up the violin, and um, this piano concerto has been a favorite from the very beginning, so um, I always look forward to performing it.
2: What are some of the big challenges of playing Tchaikovsky's first piano concerto?
1: I guess with every concerto, it poses um, a different challenge. With the um, Tchaikovsky, it's just being in tune with um, Tchaikovsky's innovation and always keeping it very new, very fresh, and always surprising. And I think a lot of it just has to do with being in tune with the audience, being in tune with um, what is going on with um, the orchestra, the give-and-take, There's a lot of balletic elements, there are operatic elements, and it's really a dance with the soloist and the orchestra. What is it that
0: you love the most about this particular piece? Is it that that big array of contrasts, or what is it that has always appealed to you so much, even from when you were a kid?
1: It's everything. The uh, first movement, first of all, it begins with this D-flat major theme that probably comes back in different guises but not in your face like um the first 2 minutes and i don't think there's any um concerto that starts that way and then finally we get to the um first theme proper which is a very jerky jocular scherzo like um theme inspired by a ukrainian folk song if i'm not mistaken and then we get to the clarinets that have this sighing tender um statement and it feels like it's a um symphony of contrast and that's that's what always inspires me and from the epic closing of the first movement you get this very intimate nocturnal second movement with almost fluttering butterflies that are happening in the middle section and then you have this very rustic third movement, it just keeps you guessing, and by the end, the listener is pumped. Mm.
2: Stuart, you mentioned uh, as a child growing up becoming fascinated with Tchaikovsky on an old LP. As now an adult and a, a seasoned professional pianist, are you still as enamored with Tchaikovsky, even outside of the piano music? Are you, are you excited to hear um, Tchaikovsky's well, symphonies? Well, more than ever
1: before, because as, as a composer, I am just thrilled by what Tchaikovsky comes up with. Mm. My love for every Tchaikovsky piece has never died It's just stronger than ever. It is enchanting, it is dramatic, it is personal, it is intimate, at it its epic scale, it is really everything in um, Tchaikovsky's personal way.
0: You grew up in Toronto, and now you perform all over the world. What is it like for you to come back and play in Toronto and uh, with the TSO?
1: It's simply just coming home. I feel like every time I perform for Toronto audiences, I'm performing for family and friends. I think with um, both Kerner Hall and Roy Thompson Hall, it almost feels like a living room space because it has this, um, it has this intimacy. I feel the intimacy with uh, with um, Toronto audiences, and it's, um, yeah, it's um, it's always a pleasure coming back here.
0: What are some of your best memories of playing with the TSO?
1: My first memory with the TSO was I was 12 years old when I won the Toronto Symphony um, competition and I performed Mozart with them. As a child, every Saturday I was always excited because that meant dressing up in my best suit and hearing the Toronto Symphony perform on, um, on a subscription concert. So um, Toronto Symphony has been a part of my life um, all my life.
2: That's a beautiful thing. We're so happy to continue that relationship with you, Stuart. Thank you so much for talking with us.
1: Of course.
0: That was Stuart Goodyear. You can catch him performing Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto No. 1 this Saturday with the TSO. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8pm on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO Podcast. This winter, escape into music with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. On February 1st and 2nd, the TSO joins forces with the Amadeus Choir and Elmer Eisler Singers in Gabrielle Foray's Soul Searching Requiem. Featuring must-see performances by eminent guest vocalists Russell Braun and Karina Govan. Feel the power and passion of 4A's Requiem. Two shows only, February 1st and 2nd at Roy Thompson Hall. Don't delay. Order superb seats today at tso.ca.